from the Liturgy of the Hours, Office of Readings, Ash Wednesday. The first reading is a reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verse 1 through 12. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, declare to my people their transgressions, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that did righteousness, and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments, they delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted, and you do not see it? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure, and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight, and to hit with wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such the fasting that I choose? A day for a man to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a rush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast, and a day acceptable to the Lord? It is not is not this the fast that I choose? To loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the thongs of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked to cover him, and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? Then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away from the midst of you the yoke, the pointing of the finger, and the speeding and speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light arise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your desire with good things, and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt, and you shall rise up the foundations of many generations. And you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. Second reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement, Pope. Let us fix our attention on the blood of Christ and recognize how precious it is to God his Father, since it was shed for our salvation and brought the grace of repentance to all the world. If we review the various ages of history, we will see that in every generation the Lord has offered the opportunity of repentance to any who were willing to turn to him. When Noah preached God's message of repentance, all who listened to him were saved. Jonah told the Ninevites they were going to be destroyed. But when they repented, their prayers gained God's forgiveness for their sins and they were saved, even though they were not of God's people. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the ministers of God's grace have spoken of repentance 
Indeed, the master of the whole universe himself spoke of repentance with an oath. As I live, says the Lord, I do not wish the death of the sinner, but his repentance. He added this evidence of his goodness. House of Israel, repent of your wickedness. Tell the sons of my people, if their sins should reach from the earth to heaven, if they are brighter than scarlet and blacker than sackcloth, you need only to turn to me with your whole heart and say, Father, and I will listen to you as to a holy people. In other words, God wanted his beloved ones, all of them, to have the opportunity to repent, and he confirmed this desire by his own almighty will. That is why we should obey his sovereign and glorious will and prayerfully entreat his mercy and kindness. We should be suppliant before him and turn to his compassion, rejecting empty works and quarreling and jealousy, which only lead to death. Brothers, we should be humble in mind, putting aside all arrogance, pride, and foolish anger. Rather, we should act in accordance with the scriptures, as the Holy Spirit says. The wise man must not glory in his wisdom, nor the strong man in his strength, nor the rich man in his riches. Rather, let him who glories glory in the Lord by seeking him and doing what is right and just. Recall especially what the Lord Jesus said when he taught gentleness and forbearance. Be merciful, he said, so that you may have mercy shown to you. Forgive, so that you may be forgiven. As you treat others, so you will be treated. As you give, so you will receive. As you judge, so you will be judged. As you are kind to others, so you will be treated kindly. The measure of your giving will be the measure of your receiving. Let these commandments and precepts strengthen us to live in humble obedience to his sacred words. As scripture asks, Whom shall I look upon with favor except the humble, peaceful man who trembles at my words? Sharing then in the heritage of so many vast and glorious achievements, let us hasten toward the goal of peace set before us from the beginning. Let us keep our eyes fixed firmly on the Father and Creator of the whole universe and hold fast to His splendid and transcendent gifts of peace and all His blessings.